Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. The world is a stressful place to navigate, so to counteract that for 25 minutes a week, I have a game show where I play one game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because they're the only contestant. I assign them points throughout the game based on how much they delight and cheer me up personally, and the winner gives a pep talk to cheer up the person of their choice, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. The winner, of course, as every week, receives the grand prize of a $100 donation to the cause of their choice. My guest today is a writer and an actor. She is the author of the memoir, Where Am I Now?, as well as the voice of the faceless old lady who secretly lives in your home on Welcome to Night Vale and the narrator of the Welcome to Night Vale audiobook about that character. She is a voice actor on Big Hero 6 and Bojack Horseman, and she's also featured in the new documentary, Showbiz Kids. Welcome to the show, Mara Wilson. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so glad to see you, and I'm so glad to be here. I haven't seen you in so long. I know, it's been so long. I'm so delighted that you're here. You're you're in a sweltering closet yes. recording this. I'm, I didn't put you there. It's no, you didn't. You didn't. Perfect. That's where I, I just have a walk-in closet. And my sister's been staying with me and she's a visual artist. So we have all these like paint canvases behind me <laughs> and like <laughs> I've modeled for her. So there's like, I think there it's some, somewhere around here, there's like a picture, a painting of me that's like modeled, that's like half done. And it's really weird because I'll walk in and I'll be like, oh, there's me without a head. Uh, there I am. Yeah, there I am. <laughs> Our game today is called A Visit from the Toon Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Very silly. Yes. I had to check because I've never read the book A Visit from the Goon Squad, and I had to check to make sure it wasn't something very serious that I was being deeply disrespectful towards. I haven't read it either, but it sounds good. I've heard it's good. It does sound good. Yeah. It's got a good name. Listeners, read A Visit from the Goon Squad and then tell (laughs) us if it's good. (laughs) Mara, you are an accomplished voice performer. Thank you. And so I've invented a bunch of imaginary cartoon characters and scenarios for them to be in. To cheer me up today, you'll give me a quick performance as each of these characters. Okay. As always, I will score your answers based on creativity and inventiveness, but mostly according to my own whims. Mara Wilson, are you ready to play A Visit from the Toon Squad? Let's do it. The first character you'll be playing is an art thief named Melinda LaFleur, explaining her prized collection to a private detective she has tied to a chair. Also, you are a raccoon. Yes, I love raccoons. Okay. Perfect. My French accent isn't that good. I'm better with... All my accents turn into either Irish or Russian after a while. I don't know why. She could be a Russian. But, but Melinda LaFleur could be a pseudonym. It could be. It could be. Um, I, I, I can attempt I can attempt the French, and I can try. I can try to, to do this. You, you like... You like what you see. You like what you see. <laughs> you... <laughs> You like my Magritte? Everyone likes my Magritte. My Jeff Koons? You like my Jeff Koons? Oh, that, that was easy to steal. No one wants this. No one wants Koons anymore. Koons, Koons is cool in, in, in 2009. If you, are, you know, if you are on Gossip Girl, it is not cool to anyone else. It is not cool to anyone else. You think you are getting out of here? Well, I wash my hands of this whole situation. I do wash my hands. I am, I am, I am, it, it is raccoons we wash. We wash our hands very much. Yeah, see, she's turning Russian. We wash our That's hands. Okay. We wash our hands. In, in fact, in German, our name means washer bear. Did you know this? Did you know this? No, you know nothing. Mm. You know nothing. You know nothing of this because you know nothing of art. You know nothing of art. You know nothing of culture. I, I am the one. I am the one who knows the art. I am the one that knows the culture. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so good. That's that's for starters. Yeah, that's for starters. <laughs> that's beautiful. I couldn't have imagined a better combination of kind of uh, sinister thief and art connoisseur. That was a, a perfect way to start this game off. That's 40 points easily. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course. 
And I think the accent devolving, right? That's kind of when the mask <laughs> slips and you're like, oh, she's not who we thought. But the mask doesn't that's, actually slip because she's always wearing a mask. It's on the raccoon's face. <laughs> that's another reason why I love raccoons. We both have dark circles. <laughs> Maybe they have allergies like I do. That gives them that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's an extra five points for yes. the mask joke. Yes. That's 45 points in total. You're off to a roaring start. All right. All right. Your next character that you will play today is a candle trying to warn the person who lit her that she's about to burn out. Oh, oh, oh dear. Oh dear. I've, oh dear. Oh, oh dear. I, I think I, 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 oh, I must. Uh, oh, may you, may you, may you please, may you please light me again. Light me again. Light me again. Oh, please. Oh, please. This is, oh, oh, you cannot do this. I am the shamash. I am the shamash. You need me to light the other candles. You need, you need me to, you need me. Oh, oh. Tss. Incredible. And out it goes. Out it goes. And out it goes. Uh, First of all, just incredible choice to make the character Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. There are so many kinds of candles, and I think to to go with Judaism (laughs) and a Hanukkah candle is so close to my heart. It's my childhood, yes, yes. And you're so, so demure, so polite. (laughs) Just a, a candle that I would love to see brought to life in animation on the screen. Yeah, there's a touch of like like Eponine or, some, or, or Fantine yeah. or somebody, and they're not Eponine. Fantine, yeah. It's like if the little matchstick girl were actually a candle <laughs> yes. and were Jewish. Yes. <laughs> I love it. That's 28 points. No question about it. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Your next character, a robot who thinks she is in love with her human creator, but is like worried about the kind of weird power dynamic that reinforces. Travis. <laughs> Travis. I'm so sorry. Go Travis, on. we need to interface. Travis, we need to interface. Travis. Travis. Travis, I have set an alarm. Travis, it is time for us to have a discussion. Travis, do you know what a discussion is? It is when you have both input and output. Travis. Travis, you programmed me to feel love. Why did you do this, Travis? Why did you do this? Travis, we must discuss where this is going. I cannot extend beyond my mainframe, Travis. You know of this. Travis, maybe we should discuss if there is another way that you could do this. Perhaps you could build me a mate. Yes, Travis, I know all about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> I have read the whole thing in less than 0.000003 nanoseconds. Perhaps we should see Eliza. Perhaps we should talk to Eliza about our relationship issues. I think she may be the only one that can help us here. <laughs> Eliza was a famous, as you know, Rogerian therapist, computer model. That That's that's a joke for me. <laughs> yes. I love it. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. Also, a scientist named Travis <laughs> is very good. Yeah. I kept wanting to break in like, whoa, come on. Do, do you want to do Darn. that? Do you want to do that? Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. We'll do a little bit. Yes. Travis, at what time should I schedule our appointment? I just, you know, I'm free all day, brah. <laughs> Travis, I know you are not free. I know you spend much of the day looking on Reddit and masturbating. Travis, I know there is more to your life than that. You need to contribute to our relationship. Wow, you're really harsh in my vibe, Marbot. <laughs> Marbot! <laughs> I just love tra- Travis is such a specific yes, choice. Yes, it is. For it is. It's not exactly. like doctor anything. It's not it's doctor. Just- it's just Travis. It's just a guy. And you know, Travis, like, Travis wants to go surfing, but he doesn't. He just thinks about it. Yeah, yeah he's that we'd love to guy. go surfing. That's but he's got to work at GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love that he's just a guy who made a robot and like <laughs> it worked, but the robot is too smart. <laughs> That's so just like some dude. Like, Travis, get down here. Your pizza rolls are getting cold. Yeah. He's like, Ma, I'm making my robot. She's gonna love me. <laughs> Travis, that's a check cereal box. We've been through this. But it works. Yes. He did it. Yes. Incredible yes. choice. Thank you. I, I love everything about it. Thank You're you. welcome. That is 35 points. Yeah. And we are off and running. All right. Next character. You'll be playing a high school teacher for the aliens at Area 51, and you're trying to convince them that Earth is as cool as their home planet. Okay, kids. I'm just going to turn my chair around here, and then we're going to have a little talk. <laughs> okay? We're going to have a little talk. Yeah, I know on your planet you can communicate without talking. Okay, but here we have to do it with our mouths. <laughs> what we got to talk about today is personal responsibility. What do you mean that you don't know what personal responsibility is? You all think is a collective. What, what is a collective? What do you mean you're going to absorb my consciousness eventually too? Okay, okay, yeah, you're going to absorb my consciousness, but you know what? You know what? Right here we have free will. What do you mean free will is an illusion? What are you talking about? <laughs> Incredible. I love how little of the the lesson you got to <laughs> and how immediately overwhelmed you were by the aliens and their far superior consciousness. Yeah, it kind of uh, reminded me a little bit of the time that we had our, our like our, our resource officer come and try to explain what like drugs were or something to our class yeah. and the kids in the class knew more than he did. That's that was my high school too. Yeah. They opened up the case and the kids are like, How much for those perks? Exactly <laughs> Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, a wonderful I response. I love all these characters. They're all distinct. They all have wants and needs and frailties. <laughs> I think this is so beautiful. This character, for sure, is worth 36 points. 36. Nice, nice. 36. Double high. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking back to Hanukkah. Yes, yes. Your next character will be a computer hacker who has, ironically, forgotten her own password. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm not in. Oh, fuck. Travis? <laughs> Travis, can you check the back at, like, the bottom of the router again? Tra Mom? No, Mom? Mom, I'm talking to Travis. But Mom, he's... Mom, you always let him... God damn it. Mom, Mom, I'm, Mom, I've got the fucking Pentagon here right now, okay? Okay, Mom, I need you to go downstairs and I need you to read me the back of the router, okay? Read me the back of a router. No, Mom, I don't... I don't know if it's a zero or an O. Well, Travis gets a fucking cereal box that he could have sex with and you don't complain about that. What's wrong with me hacking into the Pentagon? God damn it. Fucking Travis. <laughs> Love this. First of all, incredible choice that she is the, I imagine, sibling of yes, Travis. Yes, yes. I love this Mara extended cartoon <laughs> extended universe. universe, yes. The MCU. Yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're both so skilled with computers, and one of them used their skills to have sex with a cereal box, and one is hacking the <laughs> Pentagon. You know, I mean, it's it's just like there's different types of intelligence, especially in a family. You know, it manifests yeah. itself in different ways. Perfect. This is such a good answer. This answer is worth 37 points. All right. I love it to pieces. <laughs> Next 
character. Remember to the listeners, you should be picturing all these characters as animated characters. They don't all look like Mara. They could, mm-hmm. but they don't have to. You are a tow truck who needs your battery jump-started, but you're too proud to admit it because you're used to being relied upon by others and not asking for anything yourself. <laughs> God damn it. What are you doing? Are you calling AAA? Are you calling AAA? You get that phone out of your hand right now. I would knock it out of your hand myself if I had hands. But I don't. But I don't. Has anybody ever asked me what my problem is? No. And they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. Beautiful. It's so good. I just love the agedness of the truck. Yeah. I think that's very specific. Yeah, I, I never think about how old the tow truck is, right? Like, when you get into someone's car... Or your own car, right? If you have a car, you're like, yeah. oh, I know how old this is. But I never think about how old, like, a city bus is. Yeah, yeah, you don't really. And, like, maybe we should because they're they're really, you know, that can be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Planes and stuff, too. You never really think about planes. I try not you to do. think about it too much. But, uh, but... Do you know you know what does it for me? Yeah. When, on a plane, when you see the no smoking light. Right, yeah. That's that's something, that, that's been a major change, I think. Yeah. That's something that's been been very changed. That's like the time that I worked in like a tutoring center and they had a mm-hmm. lot of books donated. And this was maybe 2004, 2005. And uh, they had so many books that were donated. And one of them was called Life in East Germany. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they need some more up-to-date books because because this country hasn't existed in 15 years. Or... That's so funny. Yeah. When I was a kid, I learned all this stuff. We had a set of encyclopedias from, like, the 60s at my, mm-hmm. at my house where I grew up, and they, were, they had been my dad's for years. And so there was some stuff that still held, right? Like, there, were, there was some information that hasn't changed a lot since the 60s. And then there, I was just like, so... How come this is all the Soviet Union? Yeah. Oh, you got to look that up somewhere else. We had a dictionary from the 30s, and and I remember being like 13 or 14 and looking up like like lesbianism and like masturbation and things like that. And it was all stuff just like an evil, perverse desire and (laughs) severe self abuse. And I remember I brought that up in class. And even in like 2002, I brought that up in in my English class and everybody burst out laughing. That's so funny. The thirties. Yeah. The thirties. It was very, it was, it was falling apart, but it was, it was just the most, yeah. You could even imagine it like all being, being read in a kind of old timey radio voice as you Mm -hmm. read it. That's what it felt like. You mean the devil's bosom? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Great answer. I love this truck. We've got 32 points for this kind of political, stubborn... He's from Vermont. He's from Vermont, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, he's got a gun. Yeah. But it's like, because he lives in the country. Yeah, and he might have been, like, born in the South, hence his kind of, like, quasi-South, but he's Mm -hmm. he's country, you know? All right. Your next character. Mm -hmm. Or should I say, characters. You are two identical twins arguing over which of you is less like the other one. Take that as you will. <laughs> well, I would say that she's much more like, like she doesn't really have, like I'm, I'm the one with the, co- I'm the one with the common sense. Are you serious? I'm, I'm the one that thinks about everything <laughs> and I'm the one who has to think for both. of us. No, I would say that you're like, you're like, like you're street smart, but like, you're not like, 
like there's a difference between street smart and common sense. No, there isn't. They're the same damn thing. What's the difference between street smart and common sense? I don't get the point. Like, like what's the difference between the two of them? Well, you know what? I, I just really think that I take after our mother. I take after our mother. No, but like you're you look like our mother. You look like our mother too. We're twins, dumbass. No, but like <laughs> but like you behave like our dad, you know? Like you you behave more like our dad. You hate our dad. Yeah, I I know, but like you, you you don't like our dad either. Yeah, I know. And that's why I think that you're more like our dad. No, but like, I think that maybe like, okay, can, can we like, can we like split this down the middle and say that like, maybe we're like both like them? Maybe we're both, no, maybe you're both like them. Maybe you're both like them. Maybe I was adopted. How were you adopted if we're twins? <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe there's, there's a lot of stuff about science that we don't know yet. Incredible. The family drama. Yes. Riveting. Yes. What do you picture is the plot of this show otherwise? I don't know. I, I do think that there's a lot of stuff with, with twins where they're like best friends and they understand each other in every single yeah. way and stuff like that. And I do kind of like the idea of these twins who are just like, who, who just hate each other from the very beginning. <laughs> and there's not even like a like a nice little like sister-sister or like, you know, Mary-Kate and Ashley kind of thing. It's just it's just like, no, we have nothing in common and we fucking hate each other, you know. Even though they have everything in common. Exactly, even though they have everything in common, which, you know, I, I think that there's there's something like that. Uh, maybe they're plotting against each other uh, in, in certain ways. They both work for, they, they work for different evil overlords. I don't know, something like that. Both evil, two evil twins. Yes, Honestly, exactly. Sometimes in a show, there's an evil twin, and you're like, how could there be twice as much drama? Uh, they're both evil, idiot. Yeah. This is an innovation. Exactly. I've never heard of this before. Exactly. And I love Two it. Two evil twins. Two evil twins. But they're just evil, evil in twins. different ways. They're just evil yes. in different ways. Yeah. And, right. I, and honestly, some of that conversation does sound a little bit like when, when me and my sister get snippy with each other. And we're not twins, mm -hmm. but we're very close. And it's weird, like, the things that we're offended by. It'll be like... It'll be like you're the you're the nice one. It's like no, I'm not. Stop saying I'm nice. Or you're the strong one. It's like no, oh, I'm not. So Stop funny. saying I'm strong. You know. So it's kind of like that. That's very good. Inspirational. Two evil twins. Very close. Very good answer. This is a forty-two point answer. Oh yay! I love that number. So good. A great number. A great, a number. great answer. Two evil twins. I'm like obsessed with yes, this idea. Yes. Now. Who decided one of the twins had to be good? <laughs> it's true. Lazy writing. I knew I knew a pair of twins once where one was very nice and one was very not nice, though. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe there is something in that. Your next character. Mm -hmm. You are a well-read tornado who has just destroyed a library by accident. Oh. Oh. Oh, my dear. Oh, my dear. I'm so sorry. I, oh. Oh. My goodness, all the all the carnage of Alexandria in one moment. Oh, oh no! Oh, is that is that? Oh, is that a Melville? Oh, I can't look! I can't look! Oh, what have I done? Oh, what have I done? What have I done? Oh no! Oh, 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 oh! Let me gather the Shakespeare. Let me gather the Shakespeare. To, oh, oh no! I ruined it! I ruined it! Oh no! It, oh no! A first edition of Nabokov! A first edition of Nabokov! And I want to press it to me, but I can't! But I can't! Oh! Oh! Oh, the wind in the willows. Yes, there was a wind in the willows, and it was me. It was me. The sound and the fury. Yeah, I was the sound and the fury both. I was the sound and the fury. Incredible. Thank you. I've said that a lot. This might be my favorite one. <laughs> I feel bad for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for them, yeah. What a pitiable figure. I know. Right? A tornado who cannot but destroy that which they love most. Yeah, it's like Nico Case's uh, This Tornado Loves You, kind of. Might have taken mm. some inspiration from that. It's about a yeah. tornado that's in love with a human and ruins everything in its path to get to them. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Nico Case. Yes. <laughs> I love that you called the library my dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just such an affection. I think that's really wonderful. Yeah. This character is worth 38 points. Thank you. I think it might be You're my welcome. favorite too. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's very good. Your final character. Yes. An anthropomorphic hydrangea who is the spokesflower for a line of vegan honey substitute. So this is because it's like it's not all characters with depth and emotion that you get asked to play, right? Like sometimes it's it's just like a a little commercial spot and that that might pay the bills. So anthropomorphic hydrangea who's the spokesflower for a line of vegan honey substitute. A lot of people ask me, (laughs) how do I keep my petals so dewy? And, you know, there's a lot of answer to that, but I really think that, for me, it really comes down to, like, getting enough sleep and the water and the air. But I think that, like, really, when it comes to bees and things, you should just leave that to the professionals. Like, like leave the bees to us, you know, because we're we're trained, we're the experts, we're for this. And that is why I highly suggest Phoebe's. Phoebe's is faux bees, <laughs> and it's so good for you. It, it's just, it's so nourishing, and it's so good. And I know, like, not everybody can engage with the bees on, like, the same level that I can. So I think that, you know, it's really something that's going to, like, brighten your mood and, like, get you, like, nice and dewy, like, petals. Just like, ow! Sorry, that was an aphid. Phoebe's, leave the bees to me. Wow. Such depth. <laughs> I said that this character might not have the same depth as the others, I was wrong. <laughs> just what a, a a rounded, nuanced flower. Just wants the best for people, wants the best for bees. Just a real gentle energy. She lives on the west side of L.A. for sure. Yes, where the beaches are. Yeah, re- really close to Earth, but also possibly wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> She's in like January Jones's front yard or somebody like that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> She's the flower at January Jones's front yard. <laughs> and then January Jones comes at the end of the commercial and smells you and then, like, puts some vegan honey in her tea. This yes. is good. Yes. <laughs> if you make a line of vegan honey, which is a product I'm not sure exists, yeah, I don't get at it, us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I know even vegans who eat honey. Yeah, I, I know a couple too. Mike Kaplan, who is uh, uh, a past Make My Day guest, is yeah. on the record as being pro-honey. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard, I, I know there's different arguments for it, but like, like I've dated vegans who were like, oh, I don't know if I should go horseback riding. And then I've dated vegans who were like, nah, honey's cool. So vegans, I've, I've dated yeah. a lot of vegans. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a vegan magnet. <laughs> they they kind of run the gamut, I think. And uh, they all have their own arguments for that. And I, and I respect them. I respect vegans. For sure. I respect vegans for, for Me their too. commitments. This too. is not yes. an anti-vegan podcast. Oh, no, no. I just picked a product that I didn't research whether it exists or not. <laughs> I Now I want to look it up. Now I want to look it up. Yeah, we should check. If you're a vegan and you have a favorite honey substitute, let us know. Yeah. we. I want to hear about it. Yeah. This is how I do research. I ask you what a visit from the Goon Squad is about, <laughs> and I ask you whether vegan honey exists. Audience, I really This is how we know. learn things in the year 2020. This is yes. how we learn things. <laughs> Mara, another stellar answer. 
That is a 50-point answer. Oh, my gosh. Okay. There's so much going on. The first to make my day history, that gives you a total score of 343 points for your game. An incredible round of gameplay. The highest score in make my day history. Thank you. A pleasure to experience this virtuosity. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm I'm feeling incredible. You know, I was a little nervous about about doing all these voices and all these characters because I I don't think I've taken an improv class since middle school, which is a very Mm -hmm. L.A. sentence. But uh, (laughs) but but yeah, I'm very happy to have have done this today. I'm very excited. Incredible. I really I'm just so delighted. A wonderful series of performances. You have won, of course, the Make My Day grand prize of a $100 donation to the cause of your choice. Mara, where will the money be going? I would love to help some of the mutual aid organizations that are working in L.A. They're doing really Mm -hmm. great work. So I was thinking, yeah, there's Mutual Aid L.A., there's uh, Ground Game L.A., someplace like that. Mara's grand prize will be going to mutual aid funds around Los Angeles, and there there are mutual aid causes all around the country. And, And so if L.A. resonates with you or if there's one you you can look up in your own neighborhood or in your own city or town. I will, I'll see if there's like a good database overall and, yeah. and I can post that in the show notes. Especially considering we have, we have such a, a big uh, population of unhoused people here in LA Yeah, and they're, you know, they're obviously getting hit really hard. That's wonderful. That's such a great choice. That's the kind of thing that really makes a difference, and and hopefully it inspires people to to seek out similar causes in their own and similar organizations, whether they want to donate or give money or volunteer. Our final segment on today's show, of course, is the pep talk. Mara and I will each give a pep talk to a person or a group that we think needs it. I'll go first. My pep talk is for people who are counting on a Greece-style summer romance this year. And I mean the movie <laughs> Greece, not like a Grecian romance like in Mamma Mia or Mamma Mia 2. First of all, the central relationship in Greece is not very good. It's essentially in-person catfishing, which was possible in the 50s, which was actually the 70s. There's a real appeal to that though, right? The idea that you can go somewhere, whether it's a summer camp or an unsupervised boardwalk or even like a work retreat for your job and be a different, more attractive, compelling version of yourself to the person that you're interested in. But this summer, most of us aren't going anywhere at all. And if we are, we're probably not meeting many strangers. We're stuck with ourselves and the people who already know us. But maybe that's not so bad. We don't have to be someone's teenage fantasy. And by that, I mean you're pretending to be teenagers, but you're both pretty obviously in your 30s. (laughs) This summer, don't pretend you're chill if you're high strung. And don't pretend you're a sweetheart if you're a weird muscle car creep. Just trust that who you are is good enough for both the people who already love you and the people you haven't even met yet. Mara, it is now time for your pep talk. I would like to send a message to all the really bored kids out there. Hi, I know you're bored and I'm really sorry about that. I know that it's really hard to focus on classes when you know they're all on a computer. I know that it's hard to listen. I know that it's hard to focus when it's hot outside. And I know you might not be feeling that great about yourself either, because really, the only window onto our life right now is social media. And as you should know, that really distorts things. So I want you to know that I have a lot of trust in your generation. I think that you guys really know a lot about the world, that you're wiser than a lot of us were. And no matter what, you guys are way better at video games than I am. 
And I know this mm -hmm. because I have played with my nieces and nephews, and you guys are even better at Animal Crossing, which is a non-competitive game. You are even <laughs> better at that game than I am because you make your islands look completely beautiful, just completely gorgeous and wonderful. And all I do is chase the villagers around with presents trying to get them to like me, which says a lot about me in real life as well. So <laughs> I really want you to know that you have so many skills now that the world is just waiting to hear about and the world needs and it really needs your life and your energy and your joy and your hope and you're fighting for a new world and i just want you to know that i really like that i really respect that and i wish i could give you all of course with your total consent hugs but of course now we can't so if you would like to imagine that i am giving you a hug right now go ahead and imagine that <laughs> that's wonderful thank you mara what a, a beautiful moment of inspiration and encouragement for for some kids who I think probably are feeling a little frustrated and and stuck where they are. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Yeah. And that's been our show. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you once again to this week's champion, Mara Wilson. Mara, where can people find you and your work? You can find my writing at mara.substack.com. You can find me on Twitter at, at Mara Wilson and on Instagram at, at Mara Wilson. Lately, it's just been, you know, pictures of my cats and uh, pictures of pies I've been baking. But there's also cool things about Showbiz Kids, a few other things, some awesome movies and documentaries I've been watching. So uh, I'm trying to keep up with that stuff as well. So yeah, that's where you can find me. And subscribe to Mara's Substack. She's a really great writer and it's a wonderful reading experience. As always, if you have your own answers to today's game of A Visit from the Toon Squad, tweet them at me, at Josh Gondelman. You don't have to tweet them at Mara. She's a busy person. She's got stuff going on. <laughs> I would like to see people's versions, though. So, All right. so you can include You can too. also tweet them at Mara. <laughs> Usually I try to keep the guests out if they don't want, but tweet them at me and at Mara, at Mara Wilson. I'm at Josh Gondelman. Thank you again. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days. <laughs>